little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Alright, alright, and hey, 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 you're listening to Bunch of Dorks. Bunchofdorks.com is where you go for comedy and other things. Or iTunes or Stitcher, blah, 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 blah. This is Big Show number 264. My name is Mao, and I'm flying solo today. And that click you heard was King Don turning the show off. I kid. I'm just playing with King Don. Um... Okay, so, yeah, right to it. If you want to check us out, uh, go to, uh, like I already said, go to bunchofdorks.com. There you'll be presented with three buttons. Top button is a podcast of mine called Slow Robot Agogo. That's where me and my friend Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown talk about, dissect, and muse about misbegotten, forgotten old B-movies, crazy movies, fun movies, sometimes horrible movies. But there, it's always a wild ride. We always try to spice it up with other things. Top ten lists, essays about our favorite people, our favorite actors, that sort of thing. In the middle button, you will be, you will, if you like comic books, you know, funny books, whatever you want to call them, uh, that is where you would go for that. It's called Two Dimension Podcast. Uh, that is with Dr. Morbius, Dallas, Rook Takes Pawn, and King Don. That's where they talk about... They call it uh, Two Dimension Podcast, the podcast with no direction. That's because it's they talk about uh, comic books or other things. It's kind of more freeform, and that's good, you know? Keeps uh, everything entertaining and light and lively. Then the bottom button is, of course, the long-running Bunch of Dorks. Uh, bunchofdorks.com is where you go for that. If you are listening on uh, iTunes, would you please rate and review the show? It would really help me out a lot. Um, starting to really kind of take this whole thing a little bit more seriously. Where I uh, before I was just putting the podcast out and let, letting them, you know, letting them go into the wind like a gentle, you know, like a gentle leaf floating on the wind, and figuring it'll get found. But that's not the reality of it. There's a billion, billion podcasts, and if you want to get noticed, you need the help of your listeners. So I am asking you, listeners, please help me out. Give us a nice review or a nice rating to help move us up. Uh, I know that you know part of it is I'm not really big into self-promotion, but I guess I kind of have to be. You know, me and Dr. Morbius are working on a very serious uh, video project, and you know this is um it's something we're both investing a lot of time and a lot of energy into, and uh, and I really and I'm kind of hoping you know that will help our podcast, and our podcasts will help that. You know, this is going to be a YouTube and Roku channel at first, and then hopefully the show can get shopped around and picked up locally, but you never know. You know, it's one of those things where it's it's hard to get noticed anymore in the uh, in the wide, wide world of media. So whatever, you know, I'm, I have to uh, learn some tricks and tips here and there. Enough of this bullshit. Let's listen to some music, and then I'll be right back to talk about whatever my little pea brain can remember to talk about. Ah, absolutely badasses! Let's pack them in! Get in there! Say, you say so, I say yes. The sun. 
annoying sound in the world so yeah fresh off of a uh, long trip well that, that i'm sorry I'm jump right into it that was drag the river i played uh their cd was chicken demos i played uh until i say so she used to smile and southbound train i will of course have them linked up to my show notes so i would suggest or ask you to go and check them out on our uh, like on the bunch of dorks uh, list. Uh, if you go to the show notes, it's going to have them all listed out. And won't that be wonderful? As I, I have to write this down now because I'm drag the river. It's, it's so horrible having such a. I forget things so easily. I don't know if that's old age or beer age or something age. Yeah. So this weekend, very pretty weird circumstance. Um, Ended up driving down to uh, Miramar, Florida, from uh, the Bunch of Dorks studio here in uh, Clearwater. It's a four-hour down, four-hour back. Uh, I, I, as I've talked about before, I have this um, little roadster that I picked up when I got back from Korea. It's a little, it's a Honda S2000. Pretty fast little car. Kind of nice car. Has a nice style to it. Has a good, really, really fast, really quick, you know, nimble car. Um. They only made them for a certain amount of years. So there is some, um, I want to say, collectability to them. It's not a collector's car by any means. It's just a car, you know. But it's sought after. It's a very popular car in a lot of different groups. Now, I, I have a long-term plan for this car. I want to just, it's, I mean, it's my daily driver, but I also always have a different, I always have two vehicles. I try to always have two vehicles. I don't always. Um, that way it's kind of like splitting time, you know. And I'm saving up and squirreling away all this money for a uh, 1932 Ford, like a high boy. It's a roadster. It's the same thing. And a roadster is basically a two-seater car with a convertible top. So you all you all know the kind of car I'm talking Well, hopefully you know what kind of car I'm talking about. A Ford Model A roadster, you know, a 1932 Ford roadster. My theory is, currently I have a, that my old Nissan truck and, and my S2000. So my theory is, as that gets, once I get save up enough money, I'm going to sell the truck. Then I'll have the 32 Ford and the and the uh, S2000, and those are going to be my daily drivers. I'm not going to really be I'm not going to uh, be like a car show guy with my Roadster. 
I'm driving it, you know. But I have this long-term plan of keeping my Honda S2000 stock and and very well maintained. You know, like where like I'm gonna always change the oil. I'm gonna keep up with every little thing and keep it like a very nice running tuned-up car. And in the hopes that in 20 or 30 years, you know, uh, this is one of those things where you're like, when you take it, you could take it to a show and people would be like, oh my God, that's an S2000. That's an original S2000. Because what happens mostly is, because they are a very, very fast car, mostly like uh, street racers get them and they really mess with them. They drop them and things and turbos and titanium springs and blah, 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 blah. And, and they make them faster and faster and faster which i get it i'm not i'm not dissing that but that's not my world anymore i'm a little bit older you know it's just a nice car it's, i like the car so with the mentality that i have where i'm gonna just it's gonna be a driver but i'm gonna always keep up with it always keep it nice stay after it you know and then eventually have it like have it restored or have it you know fixed up and i'm talking like many many years i fell into a deal where this guy was selling the complete interior for this car. Now, obviously, this the car I have is in very good shape, but he had a a blue interior, and that's what this car has. This current it's it's a matching interior. It matches what I have in it now, but he had the carpets, seats, every single piece in the interior from the carpet to the roof as one big package. Like he took it out of a car. Uh, he was going to put it in his, and then he ran out of money, or he blew his engine and he needed money, so he sold that. So I bought it. And the only reason I bought this stuff was to, like, clean it, um, see, ba- you know, bag it up, seal it up real good, and put it in storage. So in in 20 or 30 years, I actually have a, an entire replacement interior, because obviously when you drive a car, the interior gets ratty. So when I do, like, like my brain is, like, and I got it for, for um, <clears throat> excuse me, I got it for a very good price. So worst case is I sell it off piece by piece and I'll make, like, triple my money. But the reality of it is I want that, like, in storage so, I can, so like, in many, many years when I pay somebody to restore this old Honda S2000, I'll be like, oh, by the way, here's an entire brand new interior. Because this stuff is very good. I mean, it's, it's very good, but... What happens is there's nobody making parts for them, and they're and so the originals are getting harder and harder to find. Parts are, they're oak. It's not super hard to find them now, but in the future, as they get less and less and less, it will be very hard. So, I so this guy, I I, I he put it up on this classified thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that. So I get a hold of him, and I was like, well, where where are you? And I was hoping like Orlando or something where it'd be like a nice hour trip. Uh-uh. <laughs> so I woke up early on Saturday and drove down to Miami to 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 load this interior for a Honda S2000 and drive back. You know, it was it was an experience. Um, I'm very happy to have it. Uh, and I know this that, that, that the whole concept that I just described to you probably you're sitting there in your cubicle going, "Is this guy stupid?" Uh, no, I don't think I'm stupid. I think it's a good investment. Um, Saying that, I'm sure soon a tree's going to fall on the car, or someone's going to steal it, and I'll be like, well, I'm going to have this interior for a stolen car if anyone needs it, but whatever. Um, these are dreams, these are plans and hopes, but you have to stay fluid, otherwise it leads to heartache and heartbreak. Oh, ain't that sad? No, it's not sad, just whatever. All right, let's go take a music break, and then I come back, I'll, uh, whatever, I'll be back in a minute. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I can make half. Or a brooch, or pterodactyl, could you um Oh, 
Get you as the moss. Okay, that was Reverend Beatman. I played for you. Surreal Folk Blues Gospel Trash Volume 1. That's the name of the CD, or the, you know, the, the, the files. Uh, I played for you Another Day, Another Live. Uh, oh, that can't be right. Yeah, Another Day, Another Live. Okay. Um, I Want to Know, and The Clown of the Town. Sorry, I butchered that first one. I, I mean, I'm reading the title, and it says, Another Day, Another Live. Another life, maybe? Whatever. 
Reverend Beatman. Check him out. Check out, uh, again, they'll be linked in our show notes. Um, you know, one of the things that I kind of struggled with with this purchase was, uh, it, it appeared to me that I was, um, I was, it almost felt like I was being kind of greedy, you know, because I was thinking, okay, what if somebody needs this interior for their car, and they need it to, like, because their car doesn't have an interior? Uh, you know, I, I, th- I think of the greater good a lot. And I don't think many people do, which kind of leads... Sometimes it makes me feel better. Sometimes it makes me, um, you know, not upset, but, I, like, I, I lose faith in humanity. And I don't know why this is. Like, like I sit there and I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't buy this interior because someone will buy it that needs it for their car. And then they'll be better. And it'll be one a better run... Like, a, the community as a whole will be better. But, you know... Then reality sets in, and I'm like, eh, just, just get it, you know. And I, I think, I, I think about that kind of stuff a lot. And like I said, I really don't think many people do. I try and always put the greater good before mine. I try to always be like kind of humble and, and, and gentle and kind to people. Believe it or not, I mean, the way I come across here on the radio, or on the BOD, I'm sure is, at times, if you listen to the older ones, when I'm drunk and being crazy. You know, I, but I always felt that way, though. You know, and and then I think some of the time, some things that uh, create an internal struggle with me is because, like, I lose faith in humanity. Because I look around me, and everyone, you know, is, is cutting people off in traffic and speeding up so someone can't get over, and never letting anyone merge. And you just like, all I see around me is human greed and human filth, and it just gets me kind of like, I I just get disheartened, you know. And I don't know what I expect. I don't know why, you know, like, why should I expect anything from anybody? Every, you know, I always kind of think, oh, if I, if, you know, if I live my life right, and if I do good for the community, good for fellow man, try and be a real up, upstanding person and not talk about people, not be mean-spirited, I always kind of think, well, maybe that'll help influence others. I don't know if it does or not. I, don't, I mean, you know, I always... Well, one of the things, and this is really funny, um, I, I alluded to us having this upcoming um, video project. And one of the things, from both from, I used to have an old public access show with my friend Oliver Klozov, his, um, and we would take old B-movies and old public domain stuff and, and kind of cut it up and we'd put our own dialogue in it. And for this, one, for this upcoming video project, we're starting off with a lot of those old PSAs, old public, uh, the educational films from the 30s and 40s and 50s. You know, and as much as I, like, crack on them and really laugh at them and stuff like that, you know, the other thing is, uh, you actually can learn a lot about... First of all, you when you when they watch these things, you learn about your the reality of your parents, their upbringing. You know, this is the stuff that they were shown. This is the stuff that they, like, bought into or were force-fed through the, through the educational system. So right off the bat you get a snapshot of your parents unless you're very very young then you don't but if you're around my age you know between 30 you know 30s 40s 50s if you're listening to that then you know your parents were watching these things you know are you popular and and the more you dig into these old freaking crazy things the weirder they get but also sometimes you you find these gems that like a uh, body care and grooming and you're watching this and you're like you realize you know, there was a time when, uh, when people, when 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 our country wasn't, uh, you know, ba- 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 bathing wasn't like a normal thing, you know, or they didn't, they did once a week or whatever. So the government had to say, no, no, you should bathe every day, or you should bathe like twice a week, whatever. But you start to watch this, and you're like, wow, you know, can you imagine that? You know, you like we take so much stuff for granted. When you watch these old things, you start to realize, hey, you know, uh, that's not the way it was. And you start to realize how good you have it now. And um, But you also, like, I've, of course I use these to make fun of them. They're hilarious, mostly. Uh, only because they're, the morals and the social aspects of them don't line up with our current Well, what about lifestyle. you now? What would you do? But, Besides two chicks oh well. at the same time? All right, let's do? go to a music break. I'll be right back. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would... Relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke, don't do shit. 
アビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップアビルボーズザエレクトリックショップ
There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> a foreshot? Have I lost my mind? Yeah, I did. Uh, lots of talking by myself in a room. Well, I'm, I'm very much getting used to having Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown here with me. Uh, I couldn't... I had to run out uh, early on... The, on the day we we do the shows, we usually do the uh, Slow Robot Agogo, and then we do this one right after. And uh, I had to leave early because I had to sell one of... I, I sold one of my guitars off. Didn't have to sell it. Um, there's a part where I had to... You have... You, like I buy like buy and sell guitars, and sometimes my inventory is a bit more than I could ever play, and uh, you know time to thin the herd, as they say. So I sold one off, and uh, oh well, I'll miss it. But the guy really fell in love with it, so that's cool too. Uh, now I have time to play the other guitars I have laying around, and I can't even play them that well or that good that well. Jesus. Okay, that I played for you uh, was Red Bacteria Vacuum. I played Aurora, Electric, Y, and Envy. Uh, I tend to always pick the ones that I can read. There's a bunch of them in this. Uh, they're from Japan, of course. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of them that are in Japanese uh, that I I really should find out what they say, and then uh, then I could tell you you know the names of the of the uh, songs, but uh, I don't. And then I always just go, oh, maybe next time, and next time never comes. Sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's sad. So, but I digress. So yeah, I I also had uh, last week I had jury duty, which was interesting. I'd never had jury duty before, but I was gonna kind of save that to talk about it when uh, Doctor Morbius is here. But I guess I can talk about it now. Um, I got called in. I was never I was never on jury duty before, so uh, I was like, oh okay, cool. This is something new. I'm try go check it out. So I go there and um, and uh, you know, you you just kind of file into this one room. And you sit there, and then they call numbers, and you're like, nope, they didn't call me, and then you sit some more, nope, they didn't call me, and then uh, you're getting the very watered-down version of it, but, uh, you know, long story short is I, I sat there the longest, like, they even, like, they were like, oh, okay, you know, we're going to take the first group, and you don't get called, and at this point, I was kind of like, I hope I get picked, you know, I'd, I'd never done it before, and it's kind of exciting, I don't think I would make it to the final row of contestants or whatever but you know but still did we get to get onto the the selection so that the jury can go, the or the you know the judge and the two prosecutors can go now nah, we don't want you there but um so the two goes and then he's like oh there's two more judges but but they you know we don't know if they even have stuff to, going on today so we'll get back with you and uh, and every time he would every time they would do a selection they go okay now take a 15 minute break and i'm like take a break from sitting on my ass you know, that's because that's all you're doing. You're just sitting there waiting around. You're just like looking around and yeah. So, um, so I'm sitting there and then, then he, you know, then he comes back. And he's like, oh, okay, the, the first judge came back and he said he's not, he doesn't have anything today. So he, I can let like 45 people go. Uh, and I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, at that point I'm thinking, yeah, I, you know, early day, man, just bowled out. Uh, nah, he, he, he called all these numbers and I, I didn't get called. And I just had this sinking feeling. I was like, oh, I'm in for the long haul. There's no way I'm going home early. So then he came back, you know, he goes, oh, and, you know, take a break and blah, blah, blah. So you take a break and I'm sitting there playing my DS and wondering how long the battery's going to last because I'm playing Mario Golf just came out. So I'm like, yeah, I'm a golfer. So then, uh, you know, then he's, then he comes back. He's like, oh, good news. The, the last, the last judge, you know, doesn't have anything. He's like, but wait, we still have to keep a pool uh, of reservists in case, in case uh, the other, you know, the, the first two don't work out. You know, they need people around. And I went, uh oh, uh oh, I know where this is going. And that's when I turned to the person beside me. And I said, you know, if there's two people sitting in this room and I'm one of them, that other person's going home. I just knew. I was like, I, you just feel it. It's like sometimes you just feel how things are gonna go, and you know it. Like you know. So at that point, and that's what happened. You know, he they let all these people go, and I was one of the like the couple that were sitting around. And uh, and I was at that point, you're at, you're resolved to go well, whatever. And 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 he couldn't answer how long it was going to be. So then I'm in like super, just like whatever mode, you know. So finally, then like uh, then they did come in, and he was like, "Oh, okay, you can go." So I left, and I was glad because it wasn't. It, it, I was there pretty long, you know, but not super long. And then I I was kind of like, oh, I, I would have. It would have been neat to uh, see a trial. Because I, you see them all the time, like especially I've, I'm always watching uh, Murder Vision, like on Discovery and uh, 
what's the new ID? Uh, I don't know what it stands for, but there's this channel that it's just nothing but like death and mayhem and courts and all this stuff, you know. So I, I, I'm always curious to how close they really are, you know. I, I'm sure it's the you know the the, dr- the dramatizations are mostly BS, but maybe there's some truth to them. I don't know, you know. And, and this is this is just a local one. This you know it wasn't like a 20 day murder trial or anything like that. I'm sure it would have just been like oh somebody a fender bender or somebody you know fell on slipped on a shrimp or some crap who knows so whatever but i didn't get my chance they uh they just let me sit around in a room which i can just power down and sit in a room anytime no big deal for me all right we're gonna do one last music break and then we'll see where it goes from there why don't you get a job for coley what for you need money (laughs) all i need some tasty waves cool buzz and i'm fine
every guy's got his dream, am I right? Between you, me, and the wall, I had a doozy myself last night. <laughs> Get this. A corn-fed harvest mouse, a hooker, a nun, a Flemish peasant woman, whips chains, whistles yo-yos, a circus midget, my grandmother riding by on a bicycle, give me the finger, and a duck. Now, I don't know. <laughs> Are you crying? All right, that was Rolo Tomasi. They say like Japanese, Rolo Tomase. Uh, that was, uh, I played, uh, the, the CD is called Work Slow, Crush Foes. Played Family Plot, Working Class Promise, and So Cruel. So there you have it. Uh, and then, oh, you know, and that clip was, uh, was from Tommy Boy, and I just watched that this weekend, and I, and I forgot how much I missed Chris Farley. I was like, aww. Like, I, I kind of really liked him as a, as a comedian when he hit, you know, and this was mid-90s or whenever the hell. It, you know, it was one of the Saturday Night Live crew, him and David Spade, where they were really friends and they worked well together. And um, and right when he died, I was I was very sad about it, you know. Not, I mean, not, I didn't cry and, like, have a vigil or something. But, I mean, I was just like, oh, that sucks, you know. I really enjoyed his stuff. And I forgot he existed. You know, I just, you know, like, as time moves on, you just forget things. And then I and I was like, oh, that's a really funny movie. And I watched it. And I was like, oh, now I'm sad again. <laughs> I'm back to missing him. But uh, so yeah, so if you have a chance, watch uh, one or two of uh, Chris Farley's stuff. Especially Tommy Boy was very funny. He was a great comedic actor and uh, or a, a comedic actor, I guess. But also he was very like in the in John Belushi like in his uh, physical comedy. You know, he was the big oaf that did a lot of very funny things. So, there you have it. I guess that's going to be it for the show. Um, boy, I, I, I can usually do a solo show, is no problem, but uh, I think I've gotten very comfortable having a good sidekick that, you know, that talks about stuff and, and, we, and we can BS about things. So, sorry about that, everyone. I'll try to do better next time. Uh, make sure you check out bunchofdorks.com. And, uh, you know, if you're sitting in a cube farm... You have not, you know, what do you have to lose? Go check out some of these podcasts, uh, not just Bunch of Dorks, but of course, uh, Two Dimension. You learn a whole lot of stuff because those guys are the uh, comic book geniuses, is what I call them, because I cannot believe the names they remember and the things they remember, and they talk about such great stuff. And then, of course, for all your B movie reviews and B movie stuff, uh, check out Slow Robot A Go Go. All right, that's going to be it for this week, and I will see you next week. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria! <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie.